Kathy. And I'm Kathy. And this is the KC Cafe, Cafe Radio Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition, another episode. We're on, this should, episode six? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I think it's six. Yeah, this is episode six. Um, so we're, today we're going to talk about soundtracks. So these are movie soundtracks. It's not from like musicals, but soundtracks from movies where music is in the soundtrack well that's every movie right but um but it's you know not specifically move musical soundtracks right it's it's like, it's like people aren't bursting into song and dance in, yeah. the, in, the, in the movie yes so. our clarification was it's that people burst into song in the middle of the movie and they sing the whole song then that's a musical right this is not what these are right exactly yes so we're going to start off um i we both made a list of 10 that, that we um, are going to focus on but there's tons more we can talk about yes but the the ones i'm going to focus on are ones that kind of stick out in my mind and um ones that i've liked and ones that just kind of i remember from growing up so the first one I want to talk about is one called FM, which was a movie that came out in 1978, and it starred uh, Michael Brandon, who was married to the Bionic Woman at the time, uh, Lindsay Wagner, and um, it also had Martin Mall and Eileen Brennan, who later was in uh, Private Benjamin, great in that movie, and Cleavon Little, that we know from Blazing Saddles. So it was a really, it was a good movie. I remember when it came out in 78, and. Um, but the thing I remember, the, the movie's about a radio station called QSKY going more commercial. And so, you know, back in the 70s, we didn't want to be more commercial, did we? No, of course not. But anyway, the album won a Grammy for Best Engineered uh, Album. And it also went to number five on the soundtrack charts, or in the charts, actually. There is a soundtrack chart. This was just the regular Billboard 200 chart that it went number five on. The big hit song from that album was by Steely Dan, which is probably why I think it stuck with me because I was a huge Steely Dan. I still am a huge Steely Dan fan. Um, a song they did called FM, No Static at All, was the big hit from that album. But it also had songs by Bob Seger, Steve Miller Band, Foreigners, Cold as Ice was on there, Tom Petty's Breakdown, Joe Walsh, Life's Been Good, was on that album as well, Boss Gags. So it had a lot of great artists on the album. Um, so anyway, that's the one I, first one I wanted to talk about. It was called FM from 1978. The next one is one that most people associate with John Travolta and his trilogy of hit movies he had there in the late 70s, early 80s called Urban Cowboy. That was released in 1980 and it had, of course, John Travolta and Deborah Winger. And the premise of the movie is basically romance at Gillies <laughs> in Texas which was a, a nightclub kind of place where people could go dancing. It was very 80s. It was very cowboy, yeah, that whole cowboy revival thing of the early 80s. And, and that was not long after he did um, uh, Saturday Night Fever. So Saturday, Night was, Saturday Night Fever was 77, Grease yeah. was 78, yeah. and Urban Cowboy was 1980. Yeah. So he had like a trilogy of great It was like there. the disco version of Cowboys. Yeah. Urban Cowboy. It was another dance film for John Travolta. Anyway, that had... Um, a lot of great songs on it too. That went number one on the charts. Yeah. And um, it had Ann Murray's if, Could I Have This Dance, um, Charlie Daniels Band, The Devil Went Down to Georgia, Eagles Lion Eyes, Bob Seger. He seemed to be on every soundtrack back in the late 80s or early, 
early 80s, late eight, 70s. Late 70s, um, yeah. Mickey Gilly, of course, had songs on it because it was took place in his... At Gilly's. Yeah, his yeah. Uh, dance club. Uh, Bonnie Raitt, Boz Skaggs. So a lot of great, a lot of great songs on that soundtrack. The next one I want to talk about is Flashdance. <laughs> and uh, Flashdance, it was just a part of my life <laughs> now, <laughs> when I was a kid. It was just... Have you seen it recently, though? That, I have like, not as watched an adult? it in the last... No, I haven't watched it in the last it's, 30 years, probably. It's not the movie we thought it was. No, but it was... <laughs> I loved that freaking movie when I was a kid. I did, too. It came we out in We saw it in the theater. Yeah. We saw it together in the I, theater. I saw it several times. Oh, did theater. you? Oh, yeah. I just saw it um, once in the theater. <laughs> but it, it came out in 1983, and Flashdance, the soundtrack, went number one on the charts. Yeah. Uh, of course, starred Jennifer Beals and Michael Nury, and it's basically about a steel worker by day and a dancer by night. You know, and you see the the whole. If you've seen the movie, you know at the end that she um, is trying out for this dance uh, company, and she I think she gets the part. But it won three Grammy awards. She did, yeah. Um, and Donna Summers, Romeo was on that soundtrack. Kim Carnes um, was on that soundtrack. Of course, Irene Cara's Flashdance classic song Imagination by Laura Branigan a lot of great female artists were on this out soundtrack maybe that's why I liked it so much because there's so many female artists um, Michael Sembello did Maniac of course which was another great scene in the movie yeah so I just love Flashdance that was one of my favorites as a kid um, then the next one I want to talk about moving quite forward a few years like 10 years in the future was Pulp Fiction which is another John Travolta movie and I was that was it came out in 1994, and uh, of course it had John Travolta, Samuel L. Jackson, Uma Thurman, Bruce Willis, and it's you know if you've seen the movie it really it doesn't have you know a, a true storyline through it. There's like different vignettes of stories going through the movie. Yeah, but the big hit from that movie that was just on the soundtrack was Urge Overkill's "Girl You'll Be a Woman Soon." Oh yeah, by, it was it's, it's a Neil Diamond song. And that was an older song. Yeah, it was, it was a Neil Diamond song that they uh, remade, or Overkill did. They had a great version of that. Um, and, of course, it had a lot of 60s surf music so songs in it, like Surf Rider and um, Bush, what was it, Bustin' Surfboards by the Tornadoes. I think Myrtle was on that as well, uh, which is a great guitar song. Um, so, anyway, a great, a great soundtrack that I was surprised to see. It only made it to number 21 on the charts. Oh, really? I thought that would have been a number one album for sure. Because yeah. I remember every single person had that. And that movie was just part of the overall consciousness of human, you know, of, of America at that time. Yeah. It was, a, it was a big hit. It was. It had a lot of really big names in it. Yeah. It had like Bruce Willis and John Travolta, Samuel Jackson, and then Uma Thurman. Right. I already said all that. Yeah. <laughs> you were paying attention. I am. I am paying attention. <laughs> I really am. Her mind's someplace else. She's she's taking a trip, so she's already <laughs> on her trip, I think. All right. The next one I'll talk about, maybe we should take turns so you don't, you don't stay I know. I'm, I'm like taking a little nap over here Let's while see you're it. talking. Let me see. How many have I done? Maybe you can talk about, uh, I've talked well, about four, so I, why don't you do four? And I'm like... I'm solely underprepared because you have like all the information about the movie and, and uh, all the songs. the songs in the movies and well I am sadly not as prepared as you <laughs> I did my homework I know well I you know I'm you know anyway uh, so I'll tell you my top five well these aren't like my top but these aren't your top those are just the first five the first on your list okay 
Well, the first one on my list is um, is a movie called The Guest, and it has um, the actor from, um, gosh, his name is his last name is Stevens, Dan Stevens, Dan okay. Stevens. I'm so proud that I remembered that. Um, anyway, he it's it, the name Nora of the Nora Roberts, Nora Roberts, <laughs> Nora Jones, uh, Dan Stevens. Uh, so the guest is about it's like Halloween meets the Terminator. It's really a good movie. Uh, if you like, it's it's mildly um, it's like a suspense horror. Um, it's it's a really good movie. Uh, but anyway, so Dan Stevens plays this guy who uh, shows up on the doorstep of this family um, of a their their brother and son had been killed in a, a military he was in the military with him and um and so he kind of the mom kind of like has him stay with them for a little because he doesn't have any place to stay and he ends up um the daughter <laughs> the daughter and her little brother end up having to run away from this guy and he turns into this crazy person and tries to kill him and ends up killing a whole bunch of people it's it's really a good movie it doesn't sound like it would be a good movie but it is uh, but the soundtrack to that. What year did that come out? Uh, 2014. Okay. So it's a fairly new movie, and, and he and Dan Stevens done this after uh, did this after um, he was in the series, um, the uh, English series about the family who lives in the big mansion. <laughs> Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. <laughs> yes, he was in Downton Abbey. Anyway, <laughs> it's funny. A lot of the movies that I have were people who have been in Downton Abbey. <laughs> So I don't know what the connection is there. But anyway, um, so it's synth metal goth uh, soundtrack. It's just really good. It's just really good soundtrack. The next movie I have on my list is Tank Girl, which is about a dystopian society where water is currency, and they're like in this desert uh, dystopian landscape. Um, and that has... It's like the female version of Mad Max. It is. It is exactly like that. It's like the female version of Mad Max. And it has uh, Laura Petty. Mm -hmm. Is that her? Yeah. See, I remember her name, too. I'm yeah. so excited that I remember people's <laughs> she, names. She was in A League of Their Own. She played Yes, the, she played the little sister in A League of sister, Their Own. Yeah. And then uh, some of the, one of the groups uh, that, one of the one of the great groups in this, uh, on this soundtrack is Portishead. If you've never heard of Portishead, I think they're an Australian group. Um, really good, uh, very smooth and very mellow, very good group. Um, the next movie on my list is Sucker Punch. Which, that is another crazy sci-fi um, where you go into the mind of this uh, woman where you ha she, she kind of goes, she kind of leaves her body and goes into this other reality and fights off all these demons and crazy things. Um, and she's in like a mental hospital, so you're not really sure what's real and what's not real. Um, but that one, and I can't tell you the actress's the actress's name that played the main character in that um but uh it had um it has a guy that was in the right stuff um he was one of the astronauts okay uh yeah <laughs> yeah people I'm, look it up you can look it up yeah it, too, it came out in oh tank girl came out in 1995 so that came out in the 90s sucker punch came out in 2011 so what's the music like in sucker punch sucker punch it has like artists like bjork and um, it has a really great cover of White Rabbit, 
uh, which is really good. Um, I, I almost like it better than uh, Jefferson Starship. Airplane. Airplane. Yeah. I can't remember. Like, it, were they an airplane? Were they a starship? Were they it was an airplane? in the 60s. It was, it was an airplane. Okay. So it was Jefferson Airplanes. Uh, and then the next one, it's... It, and all these... Actually, a lot of these soundtracks have the same vibe for me. They're kind of alternative. Um, mm -hmm. They're not... Uh, they're not hard rock. They're more of a... Uh, like instrumental there's a lot of instrumental music in these movies um so scott pilgrim versus the world that mm -hmm. one has a lot of great actors in it as well and darned if i can't remember any of their names <laughs> but it came out in 2010 came out in 2010 yeah. uh but scott pilgrim versus the world it's a great movie it's about this guy um it's it's based on a video game so you know if you go that route it has um the girl that was in, um, who was the main character in um, Cloverfield, um, she was in Cloverfield. Okay. <laughs> so you pick movies that I don't know. Very I know, much about. I know. These are all like sci-fi movies. Um, all, right. all right, let me go to my list now. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna go to some movies that we all know and love. <laughs> uh, Dirty Dancing is the next one on my list, of course. Well, no, Dirty Dancing was basically dancing and class warfare and the peak skills is really what the movie was about. Um, it came out in 1987. Everybody remembers that. It was number one, of course. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Grey, Patrick Swayze. Made Patrick Swayze a huge star. Uh, some of the great songs I remember that from that movie was the, the whole, that scene of Love is Strange where they're learning how to dance. All uh -huh. that is such a good, good scene. But by Mickey and Sylvia... Um, then, uh, of course, Patrick Swayze had She's Like the Wind, I think, was on that. And then they also had I've Had the Time of My Life by Jennifer Warrens. Uh, Bill Medley um, was one of the hit records from that. It's also Hungry Eyes by Eric Carmen was a big hit from that. Well, and, and then Patrick Swayze actually wrote one of the songs on well, that. She's Like the Wind. That's yeah. one I just said. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I am not in sync with you today. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maurice Williams and the Zodiacs did stay, and um, You Don't Own Me by the Blow Monkeys. Remember the Blow Monkeys from the oh, 80s? Yeah. Oh, I used to love the Blow yeah. Monkeys. Um, Be My Baby by the Ronettes. Then another another movie that I liked a lot in the 80s was a movie called The Big Chill. Oh, yeah. Which made stars out of tons of people. Um, it came out in 1983, and it's basically friends reunion over a... They, a bunch of friends get together because their one friend had committed suicide and they were all together for his funeral. And the, a little, little trivia here, the friend that committed suicide, you never see this friend, but you see like them putting his, his suit on and stuff right. for the funeral. Right. You know who that was? Uh -uh. Who got that part? No. He actually had a bigger role in the movie and they cut it out. They cut his role out? You know who it was? Uh -uh. Kevin Costner. What? Kevin Costner was the He dead was friend. the dead guy? He was a dead friend, yes. So they, was that even him when they're I, showing the... I don't know. But, the, the but put on the suit? But apparently there was like a lot of scenes with Kevin Costner in it that they cut out. They're like, yeah, we don't need to include yeah. the dead guy. But that <laughs> movie had Glenn Close, William Hurt, Kevin Klein, Jeff Goldblum, Tom Berenger. Tons of uh, great actors hmm. came out of that movie. That's but anyway, crazy. it went to number 17 on the charts. I thought that would have been much higher as well. Uh, had a lot of Motown. I think it was it really helped the resurgence of Motown back in the, the early 80s. Mm. Um, but it had Joy to the World also and um, Wider Shade of Pale was on it. 
Yeah. Um, by Procol Harum, but in the rest of the soundtrack is just full of a lot of Motown hits. Yeah. Um, That's a good one. Then my next one is Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Yeah. Which is a Coen Brothers movie. I love the Coen Brothers. Uh, of course, everybody knows George Clooney, John Turturro, John Goodman, Tim Blake Nelson was in that. That one, I think, helped propel bluegrass, popularity of bluegrass once again. Oh, yeah. A lot of great bluegrass songs from that. Um, Man of Constant Sorrow, You're My Sunshine, I'll Fly Away, In the Jailhouse Now. It was a number one soundtrack album and went number 23 on the uh, Billboard Top 200 charts. I love this soundtrack because of all the um, the bluegrass in it. It has great I bluegrass. I love the bluegrass. And Gillian Welsh did, did some oh, good songs in that. Oh, Gillian. Too. I, I saw her at uh, the um, Newport Folk Festival. She is so good. I love her. She is so good live. You should check her out. All right, go ahead with three more um, Okay, the next one is Juno, which uh, came out in 2007. It's about a girl who um, finds out she's pregnant and she doesn't want to keep the baby. And so her mom and dad uh, help her find a family to adopt the baby from her. And it has um, Jason Bateman and um, Jennifer, um, oh God, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence? Not, no, not Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, she was married to Ben Affleck. Oh, Jennifer Garner. Garner, yeah, Jennifer Garner. And um, great film. A uh, lot of alternative music in that one. Um, David Bowie's um, All the Young Dudes. Uh, what's that? That's not David Bowie. No, it's not. Oh, is that not? No. Who, who did that? that was, was that um, T-Rex? I can't remember, but it's not David Bowie. Oh, I always thought that was David Bowie's yeah. song. Well, uh, anyway, it sounds like it could be a David Bowie song. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> uh, and then the next movie is She's Having a Baby, 1988. This movie was kind of special for me. Uh, because I had just had a baby yeah. <laughs> in 1987. I, I that, that was such a good um, movie. It has Elizabeth um, McGovern, McGovern yeah. and Kevin Bacon as these new parents, and he's forced to get a, a job to get a three and a half bath walk up. Right. <laughs> uh, three and, and a half that, back. The scene on story. that movie that makes me cry is the scene where they play this woman's work by Kate by Bush. Kate Bush yeah. And where she's going through her labor and she's going to. It, she, the baby or her could die. Right. And oh, it's such a touching well, scene. And, and they're playing that song. It's what's so funny good. about, well, what's funny about that scene is that um, Ke they send Kevin Bacon in to put on his scrubs so that he can help with the childbirth. And, and when he comes back him. out, well, they send him into the bathroom to, and when he comes out, like everybody's gone. That happened to Matt. When, really? I, yeah. <laughs> when uh, when I had my my second child, uh, Megan, um, I was uh, I had gone into labor. I had actually gone into labor, and they threw some scrubs at him. They said, "Here, get dressed," because we had to go into the emergency room to have the baby. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so he came out, and the whole bed and everything was gone, and he didn't know where to go. <laughs> it was funny. One of the nurses. He came out in the hallway, and one of the nurses said, "That goes, hey, come here. We're down here. She's having it right now." Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's having a baby. Was uh, and then I had my I had my first one in 1987. So that was always a has a soft spot. But that has so many great songs in it. Another uh, movie, which was iconic for me. Well, you know, when I think about it, this came out in 1986. It was Pretty in Pink, mm -hmm. and by 1986, I'd already been 
I, I got married in 1986, and yeah. so I had been out of high school for a while, but Molly Ringwald was the girl that everybody wanted to be. Well, mm -hmm. every girl wanted to be. Yeah. She, I wanted to dress like well, her. Every guy wanted her as a girlfriend, too. Yeah, I loved her. Uh, I loved her style. I loved her, the way she looked, and uh, I wanted to be. And I she think, was the it girl for the 80s. I'm pretty sure Matt had a crush on Molly Ringwald, too, my husband. Yeah, anyway, so Pretty in Pink. It had a lot of alternative uh, new wave type music in it, which is a great soundtrack. All right, going back to my list, um, I picked Garden State as one of my top soundtracks that I, I've loved. Um, Zach Braff actually won a Grammy Award for that um, best compilation album. It won, I think it won s several Grammy Awards. Um, but it's basically about a young man who returns home for his mother's funeral. Oh yeah. Um, and, but it's a great, a, a great soundtrack. It, made, it turned me on to a lot of artists. Some of the artists that it turned me on to for example, I didn't know who Coldplay was before I watched the Garden State. Oh, really? So that got me into Coldplay. Also got me into The Shins. Mm -hmm. uh, their song New Slang is on that album. Um, Nick Drake, if you never heard Nick Drake, go back and discover him. He's one of the great singer-songwriters of the early 1970s. Yeah. Um, one, of the, one, of, one of these things first is on that album. Um, Iron and Wine, Such Great Tights is on that soundtrack. Oh, yeah. I love Iron and Wine. Saw, saw him, him in concert. We saw him together, I think. Yep. Yep. And then, of course, there's um, The Only Living Boy in New York by Simon and Garfunkel is on that soundtrack as well. So it's just full of great songs. Um, great, great soundtrack. And it, I, I re highly recommend it. Go check it out. 2004 for Golden State, or Garden State, sorry. <laughs> Golden State's a basketball team. Yeah. All right. Um, Magnolia is my next one. I'm a huge Amy Mann fan, and uh, she basically wrote the soundtrack for Magnolia, 1999. It's a uh, Paul Thomas, uh, yeah, Anderson movie. You know, Magnolia yeah. might be even considered a concept album because all the songs kind of relate to the to the to a storyline, like mm -hmm. from the beginning to the end. You can listen to the whole thing. The whole thing's great. Yeah. But uh, Amy Mann was nominated for an Oscar for that, for her song Save Me from that album. Um, and it had uh, Tom Cruise, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Juliana Moore, William H. Macy. And it's basically um, it's a myriad of characters searching for happiness and forgiveness and the meaning of life. So it's a, it's a wonderful movie as well. I love the movie. It's also, it's also about ancestral Trauma. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> ancestral trauma. That's one of my that's one of my buzzwords for this week. But uh, 1999 for Magnolia went to number four on the internet charts. Uh, great songs on it that I also love her. Her version, her cover of One, is really good. One oh, is the loneliest number. Yeah. She does a great cover of that. Great uh, another good song she, that Amy writes on that album is Wise Up and uh, Driving Sideways. And then there's also songs by Super Tramp on there as well. Oh yeah, so um, great, great album. And Paul Thomas Anderson said that Amy Mann is to Magnolia what Simon and Garfunkel was to The Graduate. Oh so yeah. She was basically helped him write write that album, or write that movie. I mean, so that leads me to my next one, which is The Graduate. The Graduate came out in 1967. It had Dustin Hoffman, Catherine Ross, and of course Anne Bancroft. Um, it's basically, it's about a recent college graduate seduced by an older woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or so, a cougar, as they would say yeah. nowadays. But it had five songs by Simon and Garfunkel on the uh, soundtrack. Sounds of Silence, Mrs. Robinson, which was uh, 
which an Oscar, yeah. an Oscar winner. Scarborough Fair, and then there's also some jazz songs by Dave Grushin on there as well. Mm. It won three Grammy Awards, and it was number one on the charts. Wow. And then my last one is a little bit more, it's not recent at all, it's like, what, 30 years, 25 years old now? Um, but Empire Records, which was a flop movie, but the soundtrack was great. Um, I love this soundtrack. It's... Um, so skip the movie, skip yeah, the soundtrack. I don't know. I would like to go back and watch it again because it sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. I think I saw it one time, but it has Liv Tyler in it and Renee, Renee Zilwager's in it. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, Maxwell Caulfield, who was in Grease 2. Oh, yeah? So it's got some interesting people in it. Cool. But it was about employees at an independent record store, and they discover that there's their store is being sold to a national chain. Oh. <laughs> so record stores was a place we used to go buy albums at. People. Yeah. Um, but the great, the big song from that that I remember that was, I think, released from that album was A Girl Like You by Edwin Collins. Oh, yeah. That's a great song. And then I guess um, Till, I Hear, Till I Hear It From You by the Gin Blossoms also came from that soundtrack. Toad the Rat Sprocket was on that soundtrack. Cracker, Evan Dando of the Lemonheads. Um... Flyer by the Cranberries was on that soundtrack. Oh, wow. A lot of good songs on that soundtrack album. So, Empire Records, 1995. Check that one out, too. Cool. All right, Kathy's last All right, my here. last three here. Um, so, the next one is The Breakfast Club, which came out in 1985. That was the year after I graduated from high school. And so, it had all the songs, all the songs on there. That uh, It's a great soundtrack. Mm -hmm. uh, very very 80s um the movie itself was about kids that uh got stuck in in um um after they had to what is it called when they are punished and they have to stay after school <laughs> detention detention i can't find words today i apologize <laughs> uh so anyway so they're in, they're stuck in saturday detention mm -hmm. and uh you have you have uh, all kids from all different walks of life. You have a sport, you have a, uh, an athlete, you have like, like a prissy girl played by Molly Ringwald, and then you have like the, the freaky girl the who's the stoner freaky girl who um, was... Uh, the freak. Yeah. Um, they all had different titles. Yeah. So they all represented a different jock, archetype. Freak, yeah. A different archetype in, in high school. And believe me, all these archetypes were at my high school. So I could totally relate to this movie. Uh, and the soundtrack was amazing. And it really um, added into the, um, the depth of the movie. And then the next movie is Marie Antoinette. Now, um, Kirsten Dunst. It, what I loved about this uh, movie, came out in 2006, was that... They, they used like a punk, it was uh, directed by Sofia Coppola, mm -hmm. and, uh, and she really made Marie Antoinette like a punk rocker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was very much uh, in the, um, you know, uh, the Marie Antoinette was uh, the queen like of, Shakespeare of French. Kind of yeah, it was very, or the Romeo and Juliet version that... Um, that Shakespeare in Love. Well, no, that not the the, oh, the, the Romeo and Juliet okay, yeah, with, with um, Bla uh, Claire Danes right. with Claire Danes. It was yeah. very much done in that genre type of movie, but uh, the soundtrack was amazing. Uh, very alternative, um, lots of instrumentals, very good. And then the last movie um, is my favorite. I I love <laughs> all of these movies. There's a series of three. 
Guardians of the Galaxy. So when the soundtrack came out, I dis- I rediscovered music that I had forgotten that I loved, mm-hmm. like Fox on the Run um, by, who does that? Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, Fox on the Run. Um, uh, the Blue Suede did the... Um, Hooked on a Feeling. Hooked on a Feeling. And all, all those great songs from the uh, 70s. 70s. Yeah, really great soundtrack. Actually, all of the soundtracks from all of the Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. movies are really great. So yeah. you should check all of those out. Yes, and one of our friends, uh, Casey Cafe Radio friends, John Batdorf. Yes. His band Silver is on one of those soundtracks. In the second soundtrack. Yeah, the second soundtrack. Volume 2, yeah. Wham Bam, I think is the song. Yeah, Wham Bam. So, another good song from the 70s. Yeah. So, some some honorable mentions here I wanted to, to kind of throw in. Once is one of my favorite movies about music that oh, came out yeah. in 20, 2007 with uh, singer-songwriter Glenn Hansard and Marquetta Arglova. Uh, they're both singer-songwriters, but they pl- they played singer-songwriters in this movie, and it's it's a beautiful film. But the song Falling Slowly was in that movie, and I think mm-hmm. it won the Oscar that year. For I think it did, yeah. Song. Um, then there's another movie that came out in 1999 called 200 Cigarettes that my, bro- my brother-in-law mentioned, um, but has Blondie and Elvis Costello, and it's full of 80s music, and Elvis Costello oh, is yeah. actually in the movie. Um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, then, of course, you can't go without mentioning Queen's um, Flash Gordon soundtrack and well, the Highlander. You could, you could go the Highlander sound, but well, I think I think both of those soundtracks are really good, and they wrote some well, great songs yeah, for the soundtracks. They did. Um, so both of those, um, of course, Footloose. Did we talk about Footloose? Yes. Okay. <laughs> See, and now I've got Kathy's disease. Um, Sorry. The Bodyguard with, uh, of course, Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston and um, uh, Kevin, uh, Costner. Kevin Costner, who was the dead guy in the big show. <laughs> <Yeah>, we, we, uh, <laughs> now that we know. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else I have here? Um, Top Gun had a great soundtrack. That was very great 80s, hits. yeah. Um, let's see. American Graffiti was another big one in the early yes. 70s, which kind of helped with propel the whole... Do you know they have, that, thing. they have that on Netflix now, I think, American Graffiti. You should go right. back and watch it. Yeah. And Lindsay uh, McKenzie um, Phillips. Phillips is like 13. Yeah, I remember that. She's And, and then Harrison Ford is like 20-something. Yeah, I, was, I, think, I, think it was, I think it was Harrison Ford's first movie. I want to say it was, too. Um, Titanic, of course, had a great soundtrack. Well, yeah. Um, Forrest Gump had an amazing soundtrack. Yeah. It was I, I have students cultural. who come to me now wanting to learn songs because they heard it in Forrest Gump. Yeah. Um, Reality Bites had another great soundtrack of the 1990s, early 1990s. Good, yeah. Good alternative rock. Yeah. High Fidelity was another good one of that sort of that era. Yeah. Um, Almost Famous was another. Yeah, was, that was on my list. It was a movie about. 70s band a 70s band that um that that, it's funny uh when you have in bands in the 70s you had a lot of big personalities within the bands and a lot of bands broke up (laughs) well a lot of bands broke up because of that yeah um so saturday night fever of course um yeah that's yeah the bgs that was uh the bgs comeback for right. them, yeah, that whole soundtrack. Um, the Rocky films had great soundtracks. You know, I think almost every Rocky film had oh, a hit song Tiger. that came out of yeah th- those uh, movies. So those were great soundtracks. I I think I liked the, um, the Rocky films just for the music. Um, Do the right thing had a great soundtrack. Uh, Spike Lee's movies. 
Yeah. Um, he all his movies have good soundtracks. Back to the Future was a a, a good one for um, Chuck Berry reviving his career. Oh yeah. Because Michael Michael J. Fox has that whole scene where he's playing. Uh, Johnny be good and yeah. <laughs> it's like hey it's your cousin Chuck hey Chuck listen to this sound you know didn't kind of cool. um didn't Chuck Berry live by your aunt yes she in Winsville Chuck Berry Winsville. lived Chuck Berry lived behind my aunt in Winsville we used to hear his parties on the weekends when we would go visit my aunt yeah um but back in time was a huge hit by who who lives in the news oh that yeah movie. that was a big um, hit for him another movie I like that's about music. That had some good music in original music was that thing you do that was a fun movie oh yeah that was tom hanks and i think his son was in it too yeah and yeah. um uh hootsie's daughter um <laughs> arrow the aerosmith daughter oh liv uh, tyler liv tyler yeah she was in that and then the last one i have on my list is uh thank god it's friday oh. which had uh last dance and um thank god it's friday were the hit songs from that that one that won the Oscar that year for Best Original Song, beating no. out Hopelessly Devoted to You, which I no. kind, of, it kind of goes in really? my call a little bit. Yeah. Can you believe that? Thank God it's Friday. That beat I also, or Hopelessly Devoted to You, Best Original Song. What's, what year did that come out? 78. Oh, everybody was into disco in 78, nobody, nobody wanted rock, they wanted disco. Yeah. Um, so another really great film, this is Spinal Tap. Oh, yeah. Remember that? 1984? Oh, of course. We watched that in college. We we rented it back in the days where you could rent movies Blockbuster, at yeah. Blockbuster. <laughs> we would uh, we would go in on Friday, and you had to get there early because um, if you went if you went too late on Friday, like all the good movies would be gone because they'd only had like three copies of movies, mm -hmm. unless it was a, a new release. And then they would have like 500 copies of that movie. Right. And then, you know, then nobody cared. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, this is Final Tap. We had somebody, I don't, I can't remember if it was somebody in our group. We watched the movie. You know, it's a mockumentary, which is, it's not a real documentary. It wasn't a real band. And it wasn't, Final a, real Tap band. wasn't a real band. But I'm pretty sure it was either somebody that was there or somebody watched it and said, oh, I know somebody. They said, oh, man, I would have bought their music. <laughs> I'm so sad that they, you know, they uh, they didn't get enough people to buy their music. Um, Clueless has a really great soundtrack with um, Alicia Silverstone. Um, and then Heavy Metal. The, it's mm -hmm. a cartoon, um, yeah. but it, it has a great soundtrack. Yeah, Black Sabbath and Iron Maiden. Yes, and yeah. It has a, a if lot you of love, great... If you like Heavy Metal, you'll love the soundtrack to Heavy Metal. Um, yeah. And then um, there another movie that has um, Charlize Theron. Charlize. Charlize Theron. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's called Atomic Blonde. I like that movie. If you haven't seen that, that is an awesome movie. And it's like, Charlize Theron is like every... Badass. She's a badass in that movie. Um, love her so much. It's a good soundtrack. I remember that. Um, it's very that 80s. It's yeah. very 80s alternative mm -hmm. new wave. Um, it's a great soundtrack. Yeah, so it, you just, you know. And then the last one you have on your list here is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. With uh, 2019 with... Uh, Brad Pitt. Uh, yeah, Brad Pitt and, um, uh, gosh. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio and the, the girl who played um, uh, Harley, Harley Quinn. 
Um, she's blind. I know. You know who she is? <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Uh, Robbie. M Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Yeah. So good. She plays um, the lady who gets murdered in the in real life. Uh, what's her face? She was married. Sharon to Tate. Sharon Tate. <laughs> See, I can't. That's okay. I got to come up with all the names for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just kind of let you hang Kathy, in the wind there Kathy, for a few seconds, and then Kathy's I give you the answer. my Wikipedia. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, anyway, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a story about, um, they rewrite the ending to the Sharon Tate murders that were performed by the Manson family. Mm -hmm. And um and they actually take down Charles Manson, right. and and they don't kill Sharon Tate in their version of reality. It's a um, Quentin Tarantino film. Great movie. Quentin Tarantino. There's lots of conversation, lots of dialogue, and lots of really great music. Right. Uh, 2019 that came out. So, um, so anyway. that's our soundtrack list. Yeah, I know, I know we're missing hundreds that we should be talking about. Yes, there's lots um, of lots of. I know on there's there. like James Bond films. All of those soundtracks are. We great. need to do. We're going to probably just do one on James, James Bond, Bond at some point because yeah. we're sit sitting right here in front of three James Bond posters that my husband yeah. has purchased over the years because he's a huge James Bond fan. Yeah. Um. So anyway, um, that's our that's our show for this week. Yep. And uh, if you have any more suggestions for soundtracks that we missed, uh, yeah. please feel free to say something in the comments. Make sure you like and subscribe our channel. Um, we are trying to build our subscribership so that we can do live, uh, so you can see me in live, and in, in real time, not remembering anybody's name. <laughs> And then maybe I'll uh, remember it. And then maybe Kathy will remember it. So we'd like to build our subscribership. So like and subscribe. Share it with your friends. Um, we're just trying to build our channel right now. Um, and then also, um, also go ahead and like us on our other social channels like Facebook, Instagram, and um, we also have a LinkedIn account. So please like us on those channels as well. Um, also, Spotify, um, we would love for you to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify. We will be curating a customized audio mm -hmm. list on Spotify. And we'll have a lot of these songs on that list. Yes, we will have all favorite songs and from if you have, And if you think of one that you want on that list, let us know and we will put it on that list. So Yes, on our Spotify, um, on the Spotify account, we do have a survey that I put up every week when I release a new episode. So go out and fill out that survey, give us your feedback. Uh, we'd like to hear from you. Oh um, yeah, and we, we are planning on um, putting new content up on our old website. Yes. Which is Casey Cafe Radio dot com website. Yeah. So um, we do plan on putting little articles up about all of these episodes as well with, with that with links as yes, well. Yes. We're gonna So you can always go to the old website and check out stuff as well. Yes. Go to the website. We'll have all the links to all of our social channels and our content there. Um, so for now we're going to say goodbye and uh, thank you for tuning in. And please, you know, check us out next time on the KC Cafe Radio, Radio Podcast. Podcast with Kathy and Kathy. Thank you. Have a great night. <laughs>